Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings and welcome on board the WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Across from me, Mr. Joe McGranahan, not a senior expert meteorologist, although the weather hits him first around here because I predict it will be sunny and warm tomorrow. Okay, well, let's see. Tomorrow, <laughs> plenty wrong. of sunshine. Oh, you're right. High 62. That's not too bad. Uh, we would invite anybody out there who is uh, cowardly, who doesn't want any discretionary cares, money, is risking lives, is selfish, wants to be unsafe, lose their health department uh, certification or liquor license, is morally wrong, uninsured, <laughs> and without workers, and is deserting the cause. I, I don't know where the headline was. I think it was in oh. Penn Live. It said, uh, Governor bear's teeth. <laughs> yeah, the wolf. A snarling Governor Wolf. Yeah, the wolf has teeth. So, yeah, Governor Tom Wolf. Uh, they referred to him as the normally mild-mannered. I kept thinking of Clark Kent, <laughs> mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan news cap- Governor paper. Wolf entered a phone booth early this morning <laughs> right. and came out as... Mild-mannered governor of an important state in the middle of the uh, East Coast. As a decisive man of action. All right. I uh, think he's getting nasty. Well, yeah, there was... A, I think I was kind of a little over the top. You know, I think this is a political battle. There's certainly lives at stake. I, I, cowardly seems wrong. And some of the friends that I have who are veterans really disliked his analogy that this is a war. And, they and that we can't tolerate deserters. That's the one I really got this morning out of this. <laughs> we can't tolerate deserters. Let's line them up against the wall and shoot them. <laughs> so if, the, if we can find them. But, uh, yeah. So we would invite the public's opinion about this. What's your view, folks, on the governor's remarks yesterday? There's been a lot of Republican pushback. Jake Corman uh, saying the governor has now officially lost his audience, uh, meaning people in Pennsylvania who were interested in hearing what he had to say. Uh, well, and there's a report today that Democratic governors all got together and decided to prolong keeping the close down as long as possible in order to damage the economy and make the president look bad for re-election. Oh, gosh. Is that Do you buy that? No, I don't. I, uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh, it's criminally. I hope it's not only untrue coincidentally, but I hope if it were true, what would be wrong with a criminal conspiracy charge there to suppress that? That would economy? be like uh, the former governor of New Jersey whose aides uh, created a massive traffic jam to punish somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, it would not be a good idea. I, I would like to think that that's pretty far over the top. Yeah, I hope that's wrong. Well, and how much has it hurt the government or, or the president? You know, he still won't appear with a face mask on, so he's, you know, he's indicating that he's uh, uh, invincible, you know, sort of like the teenagers think they're invincible. So uh, well, he, he has that in his favor. And yesterday, he got into a fiery exchange with two reporters. I saw that. Uh, one uh, apparently was from Chinese uh, ancestry. But he, she asked him a question about testing and why it's a competition, and he said you should ask China about that. He wasn't directing, and she took her mask off to kind of pull it down to reveal the fact that she had 
Asian features mm -hmm. and said, why are you asking me that question? <laughs> why are you saying that to me? Yeah, what did you think of her saying that? I think she was looking for a fight. Yeah, I didn't see and that in Trump's his Trump's always willing myself. to give you one. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I didn't see that in his answer. You know, of course, he's uh, pretty sharp to respond to a lot of different reporters. But uh, when she pulled out the China uh, Asian American card, I was like, I didn't I didn't notice that. But, you know, she may be used to dealing with it. And that's what she gets all the time. Or something. Well, you know, to, to, you, to manufacture an insult is really that's where the media is today. <laughs> you know, it, it's you, you don't get any street cred as a reporter unless you take the president on in a news conference. You know, that's uh, done. Ah, OK. So she's looking for a promotion. I think so. OK. 1-800-795-9565. We would love your opinion about all of this. We have two open lines. Two are occupied, but two are open. And we have a couple of emails uh, that are pending. And we'd love your opinion about not only the governor's remarks, but the Republican pushback. How did this become a political issue? Uh, there's a rally Friday in Harrisburg, so the reopened people are holding another rally. And Trump supporters are invited. And if you wish to do open carry, I like how this is. It's turned from a political virus sort of a discussion to a Trump rally and a open carry <laughs> Rally. I'm not sure how the two got uh, added. Sounds in like there. a fun time to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So 1 800 795 9565. Cindy, first up today. Thanks for calling in. You're on the mark. Good morning, gentlemen. Morning. Good morning. Well, I think we've all officially arrived in Never Never Land. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. My husband came home from work and told me that uh, the governor had in engaged in such outrageous language. I was sure he was wrong, that this had been misrepresented, but nope. Nope, the man had really jumped off the bridge. I, I'm just stunned. I'm wondering where he could point to in the literature that says that if you're trying to motivate people, the thing to do is start calling them names. And not just any names, but the most ugly names you can come up with. I, I was just floored. And I asked myself, will this motivate people to cooperate with him? And my answer is, I think not. In fact, it might just generate even greater civil discord. I, I can't imagine what has gotten into that man. I understand he's frustrated, and he's challenged, and apparently doesn't take well to uh, people questioning his orders, which I gather then he's never had children, because isn't that what teenagers are all about? It's the constant <laughs> test of what the parent tells them to do. <clears throat> I was just stunned. Deserters? I mean, did he pick the hottest, ugliest words he could? I, I, I just, I was just floored to hear him saying this. And how is it that they're deserters then? I don't get it. Well, and I think, as I mentioned, I spoke to uh, one of the veterans' leaders around here on, on another topic, but uh, he doesn't really mind, of course, if people say, you know, oh, this is a battle or this is a war, but to string the war, you know, illustration throughout his remarks, you know, using the term disorder, des deserters, and they're deserting the cause, and that they're immoral, cowards? and, and they're right, cowards. cowards. No, he was using the analogy of a war, and that you can't tolerate deserters right, in time of war. Right, giving up and surrender. He really, he didn't like that. He thought that was too far, because, of course, the coronavirus is a battle that we're doing. We'll, I'll leave it at that. But, you know, to, he's, he's been, the person I spoke to has been to real war and said, it's not like this. You know, this, this is exactly. a, a political, medical right. um, issue. 
Well, isn't don't wouldn't it be fair to say that calling someone a deserter is like the N word of the war vocabulary? Well, it is the most pretty bad. Yeah. The ugliest thing you could say about someone. I mean, we used to take them out and shoot them without discussion. We See? did. Yep. Thank you. Washington did it at, in during the American Revolution. He he executed people who abandoned their posts. Yeah. It's just stunning to me that we would go to that level of vitriol. How is that helpful? How does that engender cooperation? I don't think so in any way, shape, or form. And the other thing I wanted to mention was that I watched that press conference yesterday. I thought the president held the care, the, what went on at the end very well uh, and brought it to a close when it was obviously once again just going to disintegrate into one of these games, one of these language games and, you know, uh, the disparaging. I bet they asked, they asked the same question couched in different language at least 10 or 15 times in that press conference, the issue of, of testing and who has access to testing. But I thought that woman, the final asker, she just went too far by insinuating that this was some kind of game. <laughs> Right. that he was playing was just a bridge too far once again you know and then to suggest that when he refused to play that game with her you know then she gets herself all in a huff when he responds with go ask china the answer to that question which i thought was a legitimate response and then he ended what he said and now she cloaks herself in you know the uh, wronged person uh, cape and you know carries on <laughs> the scarlet uh, cape. <laughs> uh, it's just it's just become ridiculous. It's, I was glad he cut it off. I think he did the right thing. If when it disintegrates into this kind of stuff mm -hmm. and just stop stop the conversation because they, it, there is really nothing he can say that will satisfy them. This is just a game at that point on their part to make him say something that they would consider newsworthy or to beat him over the head with for the next 24 to 48 hours. Right. And to that very point, what was on the national news that night? What he had, what right. they had said, what Dr. Giroux reported, the issue of children getting sick, all these, oh no, what was on there? Whether or not he had fairly treated this reporter and and wolf blitzer of all things well he doesn't like strong women and so he cut her off because <laughs> she was a strong woman i was just rolling my eyes i was i was come on he cut her off because her question was ridiculous well that's the I, muddying of of news and commentary in the middle of a news story you make a comment about he doesn't like strong women you know, that's, that's, I think, one of our largest problems today is that th this blurring between what is actually news and what is commentary on the news. And, and it's, it makes people, I think, crazy. It makes me crazy because I'm always trying to say, wait a second, is that a fact or is that an editorial comment? And most of the time it's an editorial comment based on the mm -hmm. bias of the reporter. All right, we've got to take mm -hmm. another caller. Thank you so much, Cindy. Thanks, Thanks for calling in. Uh, Dan, you are next up on On the Mark. Go right ahead. Hey, good morning. Let me comment. That was a great call Sydney made. Very good. Uh, you know, I think there is there is a war, and I think partially, if you look at who's involved, about almost to a T, every Democrat wants to keep this economy shut down. And the war is partially against Trump. They feel if they can just 
destroy this economy, they feel it's worth it to get Trump out of office. This has been going on even before he was put in office. The war on Trump to get him out of there. They feel, hey, if, if we have to, and it's a sad commentary. I'm beginning to believe it more and more. If we can get him out of there, it'd be worth it to destroy the economy. We could, they could get in the more globalist system. They really want social, more socialism and more of that, get rid of this free enterprise. But to me, the real patriots are like the gentleman down in York County he opened up his restaurant. Uh, yeah, he. Op- I don't exactly when it was on the Channel 27 News last evening. He opened it up for a sit-in patriots in there, and he has it full. I mean, there's social distancing and all of that, but he people were in and they were praising him for doing that. They said it's about time. It's people like that that I'm looking up to right now, the ones that are saying enough is enough, enough already. Is there any evidence that Democrats have done this conspiracy they're describing to uh, keep the economy down so it hurts President Trump? Uh, What I see is a continuation. We just had, they just, uh, like with uh, General Flynn, Flynn, you know, they just uh, exonerated his sense. What they said he was guilty of lying, which he was, but they put the pressure on him once he got in working for Trump. They wanted him out of there because he was working under Trump. Let me rephrase it. Let me stop you there, Dan. Let me rephrase the question. Is there any evidence that the Democrats are trying to hurt the economy so that they will uh, hurt President Trump in the fall? Well, yeah, I just go by what I, what I see. You almost to a T. Not, not people like you, Mark. I mean like the real far left. Democrats. I don't mean the normal one. I know Democrats that don't want that want to get back to work and want this economy to work. Work, but the far left, they keep preaching that we we should shut. Some of them would have this system shut down. Okay, so Governor Wolf's not doing that, and other Democratic oh, governors, It's this is just uh, sort of these extreme Democrats you're describing, but they're not the governors who are participating in coronavirus fallen, mitigation. He's fallen along with it. Oh, he, okay, so he's doing he's what they want. He's fallen along, okay. yes. Okay, we got you. Thank you he's, so much, Dan. Yep, you guys yep. have well, a thanks, great Dan. one. Thanks take for care. checking in. We'll take a quickie break. we got an open line, 1-800-795-9565. Uh, we got uh, email. You want to hit that before we hit the button here? Right. Uh, Than says, I think it was our president who first said, I am a war president, and I think that maybe we should realize that the enemy of the COVID-19 is pretty powerful. People who believe in science, you know, like gravity and weather and stuff, know that we need to have control of testing.
testing before we can't have control of the disease. I think he means before we can have control of the disease. The fact that the president says we have lots of tests does not make any sense after Pence, the vice president, said it's we have the test said it's we have the test we have the test but we don't have we just don't have the stuff to make them work i think the governor governor wolf is doing the right thing trying to keep the state in a controlled condition until we do have enough testing Right. You can do what Than did. Email us at onthemarkatwkok.com. Do as one individual has done and text us at 70236. And you can call us 1-800-795-9565 as one individual is standing by. We'll be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Mirth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show. On the mark, uh, Mr. Chris has been patiently waiting, so we're putting him on the radio ASAP. Good morning, sir. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, good morning. I think uh, the gentlelady from Sealands Grove is the one that's uh, off the deep end. She, she's never said a word about Trump. He's accused people of treason 24 times. No, she's only spoken yesterday's time. news, not yesterday. And I've never heard a word of complaint about her from a, about it. <laughs> yesterday she's but talking somebody about somebody who's very mild-mannered most of the time, Wolf, and very controlled, says it once, and she's on her high horse, Adam. Oh, he Gee, said it like six times. I wonder times. what the difference is. Uh, he said it like six times, and the whole speech was based on this illustration that we're in a war. Well, he and was upset, but let's go back to the news conference. The news conference, they asked about testing so many times because they had big signs up there, America is first in testing. He also said, lied again, that everybody in America who wants a test can have a test. Ah, so that's why that he's saying it, asking if it's a competition is a, a germane. Yes, and that's what her question was about, that it's not a competition between countries. It's a serious problem. and. And their testing has been terrible, and they've almost given up on, on even trying to get testing in the sufficient numbers, because they have sufficient numbers now, but they really don't. And so, uh, your medical, this is your medical opinion? Or is this from CNN and MSNBC? I think that's uh, Fauci's opinion. Where did he say, when did he say that we don't have enough testing? Now, today, he, yesterday. We don't have enough testing to, to control the virus after we open up. So how much testing is needed? How much did he say was needed? Since you're oh, an expert on this. I don't know how much he said was needed, but we don't have it. Well, then how? Everybody <laughs> okay. acknowledges that. No, not everybody acknowledges that. 
Yes, the ones who don't want to have testing, <laughs> who don't think testing is necessary, though. I think testing yeah. is necessary, but, you know, stop and think for a minute. Uh, anybody who stop wants a test... No, let's, let's, let me finish. Anybody, anybody who wants a test can have a test. Why would I want to test if I don't have any symptoms or any reason to believe I've been exposed? I'm more concerned that people who have been exposed to something get a test, and it seems to me there's plenty of testing for that. I haven't heard anybody say that those people who are at risk can't get a test. Yes. They should be testing the, the workers at the hospitals much more often than they do. They also... You, you only get a test if you're showing symptoms. Well, that doesn't that make sense? I mean, do, do you go get a shot of penicillin because you think you might have an infection? Or do you well, want to wait for some symptoms? Do you work at places where people have had, had the virus? Do you take your temperature you, every can, day? Can you get a test? Do you take your temperature every day? I do. That's a good indication of whether or not no, there's something I brewing. I do. It's four days too late anyway. Oh, so then all these people who are taking temperatures and making that a condition, they're just they're just being dumb, right? Uh, it's not it's not it's not a foolproof system. No, but it's an indicator. And if it's I an indicator. if I get up in the morning and I don't feel well, my stomach's upset, or I have one of the other. But what they're doing in the White House, all huh? right? They got the virus there, right? And they're testing the people who come in contact with the president every day, and one of them guy. And of course, Trump doesn't understand. How could it be negative one day and positive the next? I don't understand it. But the simple uh, fact is that they are, get, case, they are getting they are getting the testing. They test people every day, right? Right. But if they weren't, they don't have that testing standard for us. And but if Chris, they did, how, are you saying if, we should if test? If somebody was came into a to a place, they could be uh, if they weren't testing every day. They'd have uh, four to four days to a week, where they and maybe even longer, where they had that would have corona and not know it and be well, spreading me, it to everybody. Let me follow your logic. You're saying that everybody in the country should be tested no, every yeah, day. No, it can't be done. Because I know what you're saying, but that's not what I'm saying. But that's what they're doing at the White House, and you're saying that should be that's the what standard. I'm saying. Okay. They, that's and and that didn't even work. Wrap it up, you. So right. think about that, Chris. Wrap up. Yes, please. and I agree with you. It's it, you. It, there's no foolproof way to beat it. It's a highly well, contagious disease. when you're dealing with fools. But, oh, yeah, well, <laughs> I deal with them Chris. every day. <laughs> thank you. Okay, thank you. Yes, Thanks, Chris. Well, are you trying to say some of them call in? Is no, no, I'm saying <laughs> I, I'm dealing with you. <laughs> oh, I got you. Okay. Now, and you're dealing with me, so we're all both dealing with fools every day. Dig, dig, dig. There he goes. Tom, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, I seen uh, on the news today that uh, Governor Wolf is, has a 70% Seventy-two percent approval rating on his handling of this uh, coronavirus. A lot of them do. The uh, Republican governor from uh, Ohio, that Mark Mike Dewine, he has an eighty-nine percent approval rating. Yeah, most people favor what uh, the, what the governors and, uh, are doing. The uh, governor from uh, Georgia has a thirty-nine percent approval rating. So, I guess what that goes to show is that this radio show has the 28% of the crybabies. <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's it, what I mean, what it goes to show. Uh, that is, but see, you're looking in the rearview mirror. Up to now, that was true, but now the, the it isn't, polling... It's, no, it's true. It's polling true of the governors now. is changing. And as far as the names that he called them, I guarantee you they're calling him a lot worse names than he's calling them. 
Well, that's so you know they they deserve to get <laughs> so, back what they're dishing out. So well, how do you know they're dishing it out? Besides, I haven't seen anybody call the well, governor names. I've seen names. it on the internet. I've seen okay. I've seen it on the news. What people are calling this guy. So I'm not calling. They deserve everything they're getting back. I have said many times in this program. I think Governor Wolf is doing what he thinks is the right thing for the state of Pennsylvania. I think his heart's in the right place. Percent of people agree with And him. I feel the same way about President Trump. And 28 percent of crybabies are on this show. Conservative <laughs> alpha males. <laughs> and it's just like what we're doing, was crying about all this stuff. You know, when Hillary and Obama and and, and this Holder were in there, they wouldn't let those people go. They were on them constantly, impeach them and do this, get them to court, do this, do that. It was constant, constant, constant. Now you're getting it back, and you don't like it. Well, I say this. you got to strike while the iron's hot. These Republicans, we've got to get them cherry red hot with a torch, and then hit them with a hammer and hit them hard. <laughs> Well, that and sounds that sounds rather right after them, just like they go after the Democrats. That you sounds gotta, rather you violent. Hit them, and you got to get ahead of hard. And if they don't like it, in in after November, and they lose everything, then you can go right back at your old game again. What if they win everything, Tom? Who the Republicans? Yeah. <laughs> They're going to get their rear ends kicked. I see. Just like this, they got four years. Just like four years ago. Everything. Just like four They're years ago. Everything. Just like four years ago, right, Tom? And then, and then you guys, then you guys can go back on your uh, crying tour. Well, if in November we wind up having the president reelected, I'll expect you to call in and be a good crybaby. He's not going to win. He's he is in bad shape, and it's going to get worse. And then you, I guess you like Joe Biden, right? Well, Biden is spelled B Y E D O N. Okay. Thank you so much. Thanks, Tom. Tom. Appreciate yeah. your call. Appreciate the call. Uh, the American Association of Blacksmiths doesn't like his analogy about red hot hammering. <laughs> so everybody's offended Sounds with our illustrations. Sounds a little violent to me. Everybody's offended with our illustrations today. You're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury. We'll be back for more. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings and welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show On the Mark. Joe McGranahan is here, the voice of reason in most discussions, but. Uh, He's declining, let's be frank about that. But we're very glad he comes in. We're glad to put him in the tent. Eh, what'd you say? See? All right, he's very adamant about everyone staying off his lawn. So Get off my lawn. See? <laughs> and so we have his perspective. Uh, of course, uh, they, they call him Lawrence's worthless perspective for a reason, so uh, I'm here too. Rob Center is the only one on board who's fabulous, so we always appreciate his help and hard work. We invite you to call in and give us your opinion. 1-800-795-9565. Lots of folks. Folks know lots of information through this pandemic, so we've very much enjoyed uh, some of the information that we've received and learned, and so we'd like you to participate in that. Call us, 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarket.kok.com. On the Mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. It's a family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street, Sunbury, and Routes 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf. Visit sunburymotors.com to see the entire Ford, Lincoln, Kia, 
and Hyundai and pre-owned inventory. Select your perfect vehicle and purchase it right from your home. You can do the whole transaction online. And it is an opportunity for you to find out what you need to know about purchasing a vehicle online. Just go to sunburymotors.com and they put in the specific criteria that you're looking for in a vehicle. And guess what? They have the Ford, Hyundai, Kia, Lincoln, or pre-owned inventory that perfectly matches what you are looking for. And that includes the price, the number of miles that might be on one of the pre-owned vehicles, which would always be low, and the 100-point check that they've undergone and the specific cleaning, and they've been sanitized, and they're ready to go. And the Ford, Hyundai, Kia, and Lincoln stock is up, so they have lots of vehicles for you to look at. Jason and Jeff and Ernie and Austin and Kyle are down there to make sure that you're taken well care of at the Sunbury Motor Company. Online vehicle purchases start at sunburymotors.com. That's where all the satisfied, satisfied customers are these days. In the news today, a Sealands Graveria School District administrator has resigned in the midst of the allegations of an illegal Snapchat solicitation. During their public meeting Monday, the Sealands Grove School Board unanimously accepted the resignation of Assistant Middle School Principal Christopher Morrison, effective immediately. Snyder County DA Mike Piazzo said troopers executed a search warrant at Morrison's home. Morrison was placed on administrative leave. The DA says there's no available public details on the investigation right now. Governor Tom Wolf doubled down yesterday on the counties that are defying his COVID-19 mitigation orders and going from red to yellow on their own. They need to understand the consequences of their cowardly act. The funding we have put aside to help with fighting this crisis will go to the folks who are doing their part. And that includes our CARES Act funding. Other discretionary funding won't go to counties that put us all at risk by operating illegally. Consequences will include the loss of state health department permission, certificates, uh, PLCB licenses, and uh, permits. They'll also be difficult to get insurance because they are uninsurable because they are operating illegally. He also encouraged employees to not go to a defiant business if they don't feel safe. Columbia County is the latest local county to consider this switch. Uh, U.S. Congressman Fred Keller, though, fired back at the governor after his list of consequences for non-complying counties. He says trying to feed your family is not cowardly. Uh, he says uh, we're going to see more, more than 2 million Pennsylvanians unemployed. Overdose and suicide deaths are rising, and Keller said residents have shown they can safely shop and work in the mega retailers around here while the governor keeps small businesses closed. State Senator John Gordon was on WKOK prior to the governor's remarks and says he certainly gets it. I think the frustration is just the arbitrary nature of of the guidelines. Uh, there's nothing really set. Initially, they were using this whole 50 per 100,000, but now they said a number of times that uh, that's not the only measure, that they're using other type of matrix that really are not transparent. And so, you know, 13 counties were added on Friday, but most of those 13 counties felt that they should have been listed uh, with the first wave. Senator Gordon was on on the mark yesterday. You can hear his remarks on the WKOK podcast page. In the central Susquehanna Valley, numbers stay low. Northumberland County has one new case, bringing their total to 125. Union County also had one new case at 41. Montour at 49 and Snyder at 33. In the surrounding areas, Columbia County, four new cases, bringing their total to 328. They had 28 deaths, 24 of which were uh, at uh, nursing home facilities. 
And if you like to go to school, you should be happy. Governor Tom Wolf's education secretary says he expects students to go back to school in the fall, and the Department of Education will provide information in the coming weeks on how to prepare teachers and staff to return to school buildings. Education Secretary Pedro Rivera testifying at a state Senate committee hearing Monday downplayed the notion that students might not return to school in the fall. He says the department intends to reopen schools, keep students and staff safe with social distancing and various changes and recommendations to keep kids safe. Got it? Got it. Are you happy now? I'm happy. I'm always happy. All right, one 800 No, unless someone's on your lawn. Right. Uh, can you read this? So I can indeed. It says, good morning, gentlemen. Listening to the program, hearing different opinions, here's mine. What if they told us we are not going to fly any more airplanes until we can make sure there's no deaths from accidents? Or you couldn't drive your car until you insured us you won't have an accident. We would fight against that, wouldn't we? It would be like a war. My opinion on another thing is we are all we are in the yellow. Think of our frontline people who are out this whole time and never blinked an eye. When it's yellow, I think it's time for the ones that don't have underlying issues or are the older society to stay home. Others take up the mantle. And say it now it's our turn to let and let's go and do what we are what essential workers are doing and our economy needs it. And those, and for those who are not understanding what the president said, he doesn't have to repeat himself and communicate every piece of information. We already know that. Unless you have an underlying reason for the test, you don't need the test. We're not at all that naive. We do have, a common, have common sense. And yes, that reporter was trying to get a gotcha moment. I'm glad he ended it. Thank you, gentlemen. All right, we appreciate that. That was my point. I mean, unless you test everybody every day, and I know Chris disagrees with that, how can you be certain that you've got everything covered? And it's an impossible task. I mean, there's got to be some criteria <laughs> yes. for testing. 327 million tests yesterday. Now, if you're going to go back to work, I, cannot, I, I would buy this. If your company's going to open up, I can understand before you go through the door, everybody should have a test just to make sure that at least coming in, that you're safe. Start at zero. Right. And then after that, if I've got the proper cleaning precautions, I've got the sanitation covered, I've got the protective gear necessary for the employees, after that I would only test if I had a reason to, but I would check their temperature every day just to make sure that, you know. If you could get a voluntary test, wouldn't you take one? Sure. If I could get one. We're getting but, there. But, I mean, I don't think I need one, but I would I would certainly take it just to be sure. I think the antibody test, maybe everybody eventually should have that to determine what immunities are out there. All right, 1-800-795-9565. i got one fellow waiting. We'll put him on the radio in a second, but uh, 1-800-795-9565. We're talking about the governor's remarks. Some veterans didn't like his war uh, illustration or metaphor that he used throughout the, his remarks. Of course, the rest of his remarks that were uh, that uh, people who stand down uh, from red to yellow are cowardly and immoral and a wide range of other nasty names uh, didn't sit well with a lot of folks. What's your view on that? 1-800-795-9565. Mike, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, there's a lot to unwrap after that 30-minute uh, dog and pony show yesterday. It was, to me, it was almost like the uh, governor was trying to incite a fight with his, uh, with his verbiage and to threaten counties that want to disobey the law, that, that's kind of rich coming from him because you know he you know, fully accepts 
uh, illegal sanctuary cities in his own commonwealth that he rules over, and then to uh, punish those people that most of his supporters view as reprobates, to punish them, if it's, he's a liberal, wouldn't he want to extend a hand of help to the people that are so far gone that they want to actively do something that would resolve in their death? I mean, it was... What, what did she do? We, we woke up in Never Never Land or something? I, I don't <laughs> yeah. know. But she was right on, I'll tell you. I, I was really appalled at his behavior. But and do you believe that... He was at a press conference where questions are read to him, which he probably already has his uh, pre... Uh, uh, ordained answers to, and he doesn't take follow-up questions. How can you call that a pr- press conference? It's just not. But what really got me the most was the one question about going to green. Did did either of you catch his answer to that? No, I didn't. Okay, and this is the way I understand it, and I'm hoping that someone smarter than me can correct me, but to me, he said that in order to go to green, we need to have the contact tracing system set up in the state. And then later on in the press conference, there was a question, well, when will uh, contact tracing be done? When do you expect that to go into service? And he said, we we think three to four months. Well, three to four months puts it to August to September. Yeah, Dr. Levine talks about fall. Go ahead. Dr. Levine talks about fall when she says being fully ramping up all the contact tracing that they hope to do and hiring more people and so on. So, if you can't go to green without contact tracing, and the government says uh, August to September, which is really the fall sometime because they're never on time, <laughs> what, what does that mean to our society? I mean, there's this color scheme. I mean, they, to me, they make things up as they go. You know, they, they change the rules. Uh, sometimes they say, well, we're doing this because it just makes sense. But tell me, what does going to green mean for me and my family? I think that the governor has um, developed too few criteria. In other words, some states have like five metrics that they impose for opening up again. We only have three. We're completely shut down. We open up just a tiny little bit, and then it's all green. You know, it seems to me that there, there, there should be a rollout that, you know, as, as we go along, we should be looking for ways to make some, thing, some things safer. And then once we accomplish that, we should be opening them up. But that's not what we're doing. We're saying it's all or nothing, basically. It, exactly. And the idea that it seems to be driven off the number of cases, okay? And, and the reality is we have no idea what the number of cases really is because we have no set uh, analysis of what's really out there. So how can you drive your program off of the number of tests or uh, cases when it's actually kind of a randomized thing? You know, some people could have symptoms, but let's face it, there's people that will sit home with a heart attack until they're dead before they'll go to the doctor. And with this virus, it's got to be the same thing. So there's some people that are just opposed to seeing a doctor or taking any kind of test. So we don't know what's out there. So my position is this. If we don't know what's out there, how can we run a, uh, a data-driven, you know, what's he saying that the virus determines? Well, we don't have any real idea of how much virus is out there. 
So how is that virus determined in his actions? That's my question. Well, but I, th- I think you can quantify all the unknowns you just listed. Like we know that the number of tested is, you know, X percentage, you know, maybe one half of one percent of everybody in Pennsylvania. But we know a lot of people have the uh, virus but don't uh, get tested and don't need to. You know, they might not feel well, so they stay home or they're already staying at home. So we know that the, the virus is in uh, you know, what is it, 1% times X. You know, we don't know what that X is, but we know it's X. So w- we can make a lot of predictions based on the fact that we know, you know, one of the things we asked uh, Dr. Levine yesterday, and she did answer, is that I- they do have factored into this a wide range of variables that because they know there's going to be non-compliant people and they know that stores are going to get crowded like a big box store will get crowded and that it won't people won't be in compliance or they'll be at a farmer's market or they'll be you know here in Northumberland County having a, a hoot nanny you know at X location with 50 people unmasked and enjoying fine adult beverages a and hoot nanny yeah and how old are you <laughs> Younger than you. <laughs> so, anyway. so But they'll be having a fight. You know, you'll see the videotape of it on, on Facebook that they had a blast. So, But they know that we're going to do that. So that's factored in. So that may be one of the reasons why, uh, you know, we're, we're in the caution phase. But that's what's wrong with it, Mark. We're going to the big box stores. That's okay. We accept the fact that people might get sick there. But they're not going to get sick. We won't accept the fact that they might get sick at a mom-and-pop grocery store or a mom-and-pop little retail outlet. Yeah, I'm That's not what's that, so unfair. Well, they should be allowed to be reopened. You know, so many businesses could be reopened that aren't under this. I, I'm not agreeing with the governor's criteria on this, uh, you know, this uh, waiver process that's kept behind closed doors. That hardly even seems legal. And I'm sure that there'll be, there should be prosecutions when it's over. I mean, I can agree that it, it, they're so busy they don't have time to do transparency. Well, then let somebody sit in the back row and monitor, you know, an independent individual or somebody. You know, or a reporter, let them report, you know, like a pool reporter goes on, you know, like, uh, what do they call embedded reporter inside the governor's uh, think tank there. You know, that's, uh, I'm surprised that that's even legal to do that, and I'm sure that there'll be dilemmas. Anyway, Mike, I used and up and a lot of your time. Go ahead. We accepted it face value. You're right, Mark. There's not enough... Uh, transparent. This doesn't pass the smell test. That's why. That's why people are concerned. And to me, they're afraid that this government's just, uh, you know, uh, Harrisburg's just going to keep them down lo- as long as he thinks he has to. He thinks there's an ulterior. You know, people don't believe him anymore. They believe there's an ulterior motive to what he's doing. That's the problem. Gotcha. All right. Thank you so much, Mike. Thanks, Thanks Mike. for calling in. Thanks for being a good caller. We'll take a quickie break. Stand by, Dale. You are next up. Hold on, everybody. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. 
Welcome back. You're listening to On the Mark, 1-800-795-9565. That's our toll-free hotline number. Our program brought to you by the Sunbury Motor Company. And from our world of cheese, here's Dale. Dale, you're on the mark. Yeah, I just want to say, you know, I understand where Trump and Kushner is coming from because Kushner referred to all people as customers. So basically he's probably losing business and money since everything shut down. But COVID-19 is a uh, – we haven't we haven't discovered a cure for the common cold in 50 years. So COVID-19 is basically – common cold on steroids so if it's in your system it's in your lungs and we need our lungs to breathe and create white blood cells and so if it's in your system for three or four years and you come down with another disease in your lungs you're dead meat so basically you know i think we do need to take a step back and approach everyone don't have an agenda if i trust anyone it would probably be state government more than it would be federal government. Federal government, who's running that show right now, is just shaky individuals. But like I said, you know, what what do we, being arrogant just puts people at risk. I, I I don't believe everyone has an agenda. That's a conspiracy there. I don't think, you know, I don't think everyone does have an agenda. I mean, they might be, have to be a part of the political party, but what South Korea did was they opened up their, they, everybody was bragging about how good South Korea was. They opened up their nightclubs and all like that. Now all of a sudden they got a like 20% spike. Now they're locked down. They can't even peek out their window. So I think we need to like put tap the brakes a little bit and understand what this disease is. We ain't found a cure for the common cold and this COVID-19 is like you know common cold on steroids. I think we need to uh, assess the situation before we go do some dumb stuff because we're putting all of our older people at risk and if we lose our older people we lose our wisdom so i think you know i think we need to put the tap the brakes there a little bit in what regard what should we slow down yeah i think we just need to tamper down a little bit i mean which what 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 enforcement or uh businesses let's just let's just let's got a choice believe in federal government or you believe in state government right now i'd rather believe in state government because you know i'm not sure we're getting a different message from them you know if everybody has food and heat i think we're all good let's just just tap the brakes and and give it a month or two because that south korea situation is kind of scary and when i found out that you know that COVID nineteen is kind of like the common cold on server they never found a cure for that so let's just tap the brakes and just assess the situation. I well, mean, I think that's what we're doing, I mean, isn't it? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, but I mean, we hear all this, you know, people are arrogant people, or, or we have a lot of arrogant people in this country. We all, oh, it's not fair, they're open, and we can't open, but some of these stores are real essential. I mean, without Walmart, we ain't getting a lot of things, and without, you know, fast food McDonald's, they're, they're doing it safe, so I think we do need to tap the brakes. I mean, all basically all we need is, is food and heat, so... I mean, all this crazy rhetoric and stuff like that. Let's, let's find out the facts and, and slow down before you start blabbing out facts. Make sure they're facts. You know, so that's all I got to say. I mean, we got to protect our seniors, and I think it's a disgrace how we're treating them. All right. Well, South Korea only has 10,936 cases, according 
to what I'm looking at, last updated May 12th, they've had 258 deaths and 9,670 people recovered. It doesn't sound to me like they're in a, a bad place. They're not in a world of cheese. No. No, well, they just said that, you know, they, they were the first ones to open everything up, the nightclubs and all, then they got a 20% spike. Now they can't even, but then, now they're getting totally locked down. So, but, I mean, the second wave must have hit them. Well, the, uh, not, what I'm seeing here doesn't what I'm seeing here doesn't show that. Uh, where where did you get that information? What I'm looking at. I thought I'd seen it on CNN or whatever. But, well, that's the problem right there. Okay. <laughs> no, but I'm I'm looking at I'm looking at a story. I'm looking at gar- charts and graphs from South Korea, and the number that they're saying is they had 10,936 cases, only 258 deaths, and 9,670 recovered. You know, so it doesn't look like they're shut down from what I've seen. I don't. I'm trying to find that story, but I can't find that they here. Can find that. I don't know, but I'm just saying, if it is like the common cold, it's going to be it's going to be in your system there for quite a while. And if you get another respiratory problem with them both being combined, you're you're dead meat. So okay. I think best thing to do is just you know. Proceed with caution and don't be in a rush to open up. Everything. Oh, I did find but out on Axios. Our seniors get it. There goes the wisdom. On Axios, uh, Dale, just I th- maybe that's where you should have looked. South Korea says a model for how to handle the coronavirus well has had to retighten, retighten some of its commercial restrictions. They're not shutting down totally. They just retightened a little bit. They had the single biggest day increase in cases it's seen in over a month. Thirty-four new cases. That's not very many. So they yeah, haven't they haven't shut the country down. Population is not that big either. I mean, right. I'm just saying. I mean, who do you make your choice? You either believe in federal government or or state government. Because I, I think. I believe in both. <laughs> yeah, and local government. All right. Thank you so much, Dale. Really appreciate the call. Okay. Uh, wherever you want to head there is appropriate. All right. One of our emailers, our texter says, why is Walmart more essential than the small businesses? Good question. Uh, another one says, amen, Joe. It is not possible to test everyone in the country. And to what end? Test at noon comes in contact with an infected person on the surface at 2 p.m. And guess what? The test at noon was a waste of time. Another one says, testing was clarified. You have to qualify to get tested. Otherwise, people who need it might not get it. Now, that's an excellent point. If you don't have some qualifications, I mean, there aren't 350 million tests a day available for everybody in the country to get one, right? Right. Okay. Not everyone with coronavirus has a temperature. That's true. But it is one of the well, early they do indicators. have a temperature. It's just not fever. It's just not a fever. Yeah, all right. Okay. If you don't have a temperature, you're dead. I got you. Well, right. even then you have a temperature. <laughs> That's true. It just happens to be very cold. Okay. We have a caller pending. And oh, yes. Craig. Yeah, we take from, a break. Craig from Craver. You're on the mark. Uh, this is Craig. I'm at the market in Kramer, and um, I generally don't do call-in shows because they mostly aggravate me, and uh, I figure <laughs> that it's not worth much. You should be but, us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, go ahead. But in fact, um, I'm uh, really um, just aggravated with the whole situation. I think that largely our uh, leadership uh, has failed us. The good thing that was done and then it wasn't followed through on was uh, Trump was right to uh, bar travel from uh, China, and I think that helped us. But then he was slow on uh, following through with Europe when it was obvious that uh, Italy in particular, but Spain and France, 
were uh, major uh, problems that uh, were going to spill over onto us, and they did. Um, the uh, countries that took the uh, precautions uh, have done better, but those that didn't, like Britain, have, have not done very well at all. Uh, it's, it's a mess, but I think we have not been, we knew early on that the, uh, the seniors and people with uh, pre-existing conditions were uh, very vulnerable. And rather than sheltering those people, we shut down huge parts of the economy, and I think in many cases unfairly. Uh, yes, Walmart's uh, important, but in many ways the uh, mom-and-pop stores are more direct and just as important, and certainly very important to the economy. Um, I think that uh, implementation has uh, not been very good. Uh, and you're right, uh, when people start talking about testing, yeah, you test somebody at noon and uh, at 4 o'clock, they uh, run into somebody, and the test is kind of worthless. The test should be used in special situations like uh, nursing homes and so on, yes. But uh, generally speaking, tests should be used for people uh, who... Uh, have come into contact or are showing symptoms or will uh, be general you know or have to have to take care of an elderly person you know like the nursing home people you described right. high risk occupations right doctors <laughs> that are going to treat high risk patients that kind of thing well, and I, yeah. I would agree, too, if you're starting back to work after a long period of being off, it's not unreasonable to say, all right, everybody coming through the door should be tested just to make certain that we're all starting from a safe place. Well, uh, considering how many people are off of work and that sort of thing, uh, I'm not sure that that's very practical, but you can do things like uh, checking temperatures and, and so on and following up with tests for people that show elevated temperatures and that kind of thing. But uh, I, I really kind of was just enraged with the governor yesterday calling people cowards who disagreed with him. I think that the, the governor's uh, response was, behavior was over the top. And the governor is in charge. He maybe not made all the decisions but he's in charge, and the state has not done a good job. I mean, they're the ones that uh, forced long-term care facilities and nursing homes and so on to take people that were uh, COVID positive when they should have been kept in isolation in a hospital or elsewhere if they were in bad health in a hospital. I mean, if they were ill, very, uh, very seriously ill. But... Uh, Putting them into uh, long-term care facilities, nursing homes, and so on, uh, has caused a spike in our deaths of the uh, elderly that uh, could have been avoided if they had been protected better. All right, we got to take a break. I, uh, but thank you for the call. Thank you very yeah. much for calling in. Glad thank you to for hear from thank you for changing your policy about calling, and you're welcome to call again anytime. Thank you. Craig. Thank you, Craig. Okay, well, you're you're uh, quite welcome, and I. Uh, 
just wanted to vent a little. Well, thank you. <laughs> That's, That's what, what we're here for every day. <laughs> Thanks, Craig. We're getting, okay, you take care. Appreciate that, uh, Craig from Kramer at the market. So we appreciate him calling in. We'll take a quickie break. we got some callers and emailers standing by. We'll be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show. On the market, let's go right back to the phones. Uh, line one, two, three. <laughs> Sorry. Van. I don't want to hit the wrong one. Van, you're on the mark. Thank you for waiting through the break. Hey, good morning. How are you guys? Hanging in there. How about you? I'm perfect every day. <laughs> yeah, doing doing well. After this is all over, I hope Tom and all the crybabies give me a call, and I'll come replace the slats they kicked out of their crib and pick their binkies and rattlers up <laughs> off the floor and, and disinfect them for them so they don't get sick. Oh, my God. But, but uh, I, I was reading online. He went to the governor's that, school of rhetoric, I see. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, if King Wolf can talk that way. Now, now I'll just get to my main point. You know, it's, I think it's a you know, total over-the-top reaction by King Wolf. And the thing that gets me is every time you hear someone has, you know, tested positive for this, there's not the reaction of, oh, my goodness, they're going to die. This is awful. It's terrible. And it's just like, well, they'll be over in a short time and they'll be better. But when it comes to opening up our economy again, it's like, oh, my goodness, we're all going to die. So why why is the overreaction like that? What's, what's the purpose? And the longer we let this go, the more businesses are going to hurt from this. And there's... Some restaurants have gone out of business in the state already. Right. And private businesses, they need to get back to work. The bills aren't going to stop. And for Wolf to act like he did yesterday, I think it's totally ridiculous. When most of our counties in Pennsylvania have 50 cases per 100,000, that's 0.05% of the population. Well, yeah, at least, you know, you and I can look around and say, well, at least we're in the yellow. We have counties like Wyoming County and... Uh, and Perry County. And Perry County, where, you know, the numbers are super low, but they're, they're surrounded by red counties, so they can't get in the red. Yeah, but how, you know, how much longer do we have to wait? And what's, you know, when's it going to be safe? You know, it's until it's safe, like, uh, I forget the guy's name I was listening to the other day, he says, until it's safe is never... You know, if, if we acted like this concerning any other area of life, none of us would ever get behind the steering wheel again of a car. Well, here's what gets me, Van. The president, you know, when he tried to say he would make the decision about whether or not to open up the country, the governors all yelled and screamed and said, you don't have the right, you don't have the authority. <laughs> but now let's take that to the state level, where the governor has made all these decisions. But why can't the counties make the decisions for themselves as to how it's safe to open up? Why does the governor hey. get to call all this? Exactly. I mean, and especially in, in our area, 
you know it's it's insanity and you know that lady like down in texas where she you know got thrown in jail and, and fined and stuff over open up her salon and there's other other people a guy that had a pawn shop he got arrested and he was only allowing certain numbers of people in his store they wore masks they, they practice all the social distancing to the extreme and you know we're the thing that gets me is we're forced to wear masks to go to stores but yet we can touch everything in the store right. and that's not a concern yeah you know, it's 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 insanity i mean I, I wear a mask and you're not supposed to touch your face but you got to adjust the mask on your face you know so it's like mm-hmm. you're you're almost forced to touch your face yeah yeah, and you're right about the stores. I mean, I could pick up a can of beans off the shelf and look at it, read the contents, put it back, and if I'm infected, I've left this, presumably I've left something there on the surface. <laughs> exactly. You know, so it's to me, there, it's just a lot of things don't make sense. And the biggest thing that doesn't make sense of it all is is now that we, you know, initially we were told it's super deadly, it's going to overwhelm the hospitals, and we found out it didn't overwhelm the hospitals. It didn't kill the massive amounts of people that they were predicting. And you can look at Sweden, like I brought up the other day, you can look at Sweden and see how they handled things. And I think out of all the countries, they've they've done the best job. And by just protecting the elderly and those that are susceptible to, to being killed by this virus, and they've just continued on. They didn't shut down the schools. You know, it's, you know and I heard this morning you say about the schools, you know, sounds like they'll be reopened in the fall i surely hope so i mean it's, it's going to be a sad thing these kids can't have a graduation ceremony yep. this year and have to do something virtually especially this area now you know down in philly that's a different story but but let's let's use some common sense i'm just getting so frustrated by the lack of common sense by people and and if if the democrats do win this next election it's just going to show that common sense is gone in this country all right. Thank you so much, Van. Appreciate yeah, the call. Thanks for your call. Take care. Thanks for checking in. Take care. Okay. Uh, let's see. Cindy with one minute. we got one call coming in and one waiting. Cindy's on the air. Go ahead. Well, I wanted to share what uh, Dr. Giroux said in the uh, press conference yesterday. This is relevant to testing. And by the way, I know all of you believe in science. This man is a physician, and he is the assistant secretary in HHS. So given his credentials... He explained testing. Number one, you need to test the people for diagnosis. Do you have it? Don't you have it? That's one set of tests. Number two, then you need to test the people that person is associated with. That's, you know, the contact tracing testing. That's important. They have covered that. They have enough to test for diagnosis. They have enough to test for contact tracing. Finally, they do what's called surveillance. They just test people out in the population looking for outbreaks. Now, is this his rogue idea? Heavens no, because Dr. Burke talked about this, and Dr. Gerard talked about this, and, and uh, Dr. Fauci has talked about this. So this is not some pie-in-the-sky idea. So do we have sufficient testing? Yes. And I defy all the people who want everyone tested every day, every 20 minutes. Tell me another medical test that you as an individual can demand that be delivered to you on any scale. Any medical test, you want that test, a CBC, a urinalysis, an x-ray, an MRI, none of them are available unless you go through a physician and they identify that you have a need. Thank good, you. Good point. Good, very good point. You got to pay for them. All right. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you, Cindy. Appreciate the call. Uh, oh, we're right on schedule. That puts Bobby on the air. Good morning, Bobby. You're on the mark. 
Yes, uh, you know, uh, good morning, everyone. You know, from being born and raised in Sunbury here, and of course the Susquehanna Valley, and, and local businesses, I mean, back in the day there was no Walmart. I mean, Routes 11 to 15 hardly wasn't around, and there was Rolling Green Park and all that sort of thing. Of course, the businesses in, in Sunbury and uh, Jay's, Jay's Dutch Pantry and all that kind of stuff are still here. The mm -hmm. squeeze in still here. Yep. And... And WKOK is still here. Right, 70 so, plus I mean, years. Let's, let's get the local businesses going because that's what's that's that's how people live around here. Plus, they want a hot, you know, besides sit and have a hot dog or such and such and the squeeze in. In other words, let's get back to doing something like that. All right. Perfect. All right, thank you. Yeah, thank you very much. Well said. Al, you're on the mark. Good morning. This is your loyal subject. <laughs> He's under the sovereign governor, Wolf. Yes, I'm under King Thomas. Okay. And I came down King Thomas Highway here to New Columbia. But anyways, sarcasm. Um, but it, it is really a form of tyranny what we're going through. Uh, telling us that we can't have the liberty to go out and make a living and keep our uh, homes going. Uh, that's, that's just tyranny because there was another way to do it. And I can understand being all shook up at first with the uh, with the numbers they were throwing around in the beginning. But once we found out more about this uh, pandemic, COVID-19, uh, we just uh, should have backed off to a, more of a style like Sweden. Now at this point, with I take it personal because uh, President Trump already told me he loved me, and this morning. King Thomas told me I was a coward. And at least Trump told me he loved me to my face. I'd like to see King Thomas come around and call me a coward to my face. Uh, are, are, aren't you a vet? Yes. Okay, so, yeah, what did you think of his war metaphor that he used throughout? Well, it's ridiculous, because my father had to kill tens of thousands of Filipinos because the Japanese put him in front of him on the cliffs. Women and children. The only way he got over that was with Billy Graham, and he got saved. My uncle, other uncle was a bombardier. He killed thousands. Same story. My uncle was in Korea, shot three machine guns, waiting for the first one to cool off so he could go into the second and then the third. All right, and so he was piling ch Chinese boys with right, pitchforks and stuff. As, uh, are you perhaps mixing up Saipan with uh, the Philippines? No, the Philippines did that once we got too close to the border. All right. So in any in any event, okay. the, the war analogy bothered you too. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. you know what real war is, so you don't have to no, hear, hear about it from the governor. In, I was in on peacetime, and and uh, the only scary moment we had, we thought Vietnam might come back, but uh, other than that, it was just uh, just a you know a good job to have for a while, and got me a lot of experience. Where I I know that we left England for a reason. And it was tyranny, and telling us what we can do and what we can't do, and what we're going to do and how we're going to live. That's not what we want. We want liberty and freedom, and we're big enough to take care of ourselves and everybody around us. Okay. All right, we got you. Thanks, Al. Thank you so much for calling in. All right, that leaves us with a couple of texts and emails you want to do. Why don't oh, you, you run the, run the, the break? Okay. Well, we do, but we should run these texts. Okay, the texts. Uh, the courts will decide today if Trump's income taxes will be made public. Let's see all his write-offs and paying little or no taxes. Uh, same texter says, good morning. Trump doesn't need any help to look bad. He does it daily with his lies. Uh, another one says, the 
mainstream media hasn't corrected their mistakes for the last three years about Russian collusion. And, Chris, you were uh, wrong about the whole Russian collusion hoax, weren't you, Chris? An example of Fox distortions, please. Let's list them. Oh, examples of Fox distortions. There's a homework assignment for everybody. Everybody's going to be busy tonight examining <laughs> Fox News for the uh, many exaggerations, distortions, right, and outright right. lies. And, of course, NBC did apologize for Chuck Todd. The president calls him sleepy-eyed Chuck Todd. Maybe you ought to call him lion Chuck Todd now. Well, or distorting in, Chuck Todd. Might in the future. All right. Uh, we got open lines. 1-800-795-9565. We're going to sift through emails shortly here. Well, go ahead and read that one before yes. we go. Tom says, wah, 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 wah. It's wah, 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 wah. Well, there were one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven of them. Wah, 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 wah. When wah. it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. Uh, read that, and then we'll get to Chris. Uh, Peg says, a few weeks ago, I heard Joe and a caller harken back to the time when measles patients were isolated while those uninfected go, could go on about their normal lives. They expressed a lament that now, in the pandemic, everyone is locked down, even if they are not ill. Today, there was discussion focused on how much testing is actually needed in the general population, and Joe asked a caller why a person who showed no symptoms would want or need a test. Unfortunately, with COVID, many people have no symptoms or mild symptoms. Today, the Cleveland Clinic website site states 80% have only mild symptoms, and those symptoms may not be evident for two weeks after exposure. Broader testing, including testing of those who appear healthy when combined with contact tracing, will help us reach the goal of isolating sick people while allowing others to return to normal activities. This would bring us closer to the measles model. Please let us all face the challenges this pandemic presents, be helpful to each other, and work together for the benefit of all in our country. Blame, divisiveness, and failure to accept the facts of medical science will get us nowhere. All right, uh, Chris, you get 60 seconds of uh, familiarity. Yeah, well, uh, there was Russian collusion. There wasn't a conspiracy legally defined. The uh, report showed that. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't agree with what Wolf said. I think he overstepped, and it was very uncharacteristic for him. But I was pointing out that Sydney called up in such outrage about it, and she's ignored everything Trump has said that's exactly the same. And she seems to have a double standard, which she refuses to answer for. Why, why are the two back. in any way connected? I mean, she, what, the, we're not talking about the president. 
The president says what he says, and he is who he is, so that we'll establish that. Too, Marcus, hey? Well, I'm just saying he can't say, okay, well, we can't accept anyone's uh, uh, but she was harsh she, adverbs because is, someone else in the world. Wolf. Would you agree with that? You she always accuse me of deflecting, but you're the grandmaster of it. That's you're the grandmaster. I, I was calling about why she would jump all over Wolf when the president has used the word treason against democrats against the new york times against all sorts of people time and time again and she never got upset about it and as you said to me as you said as you said to me what does that have to do with the governor what does that have to do with the governor you say that to me all the time what's that when i I try and change the subject because no. <laughs> she can't answer that one, and she refuses to. Well, that's because you're deflecting. You're you're saying that I'm not. I'm not yes, you are. I, I'm bringing up an issue. You're that deflecting. Is a comparative issue. All right. Thank you so much, Chris. If you want to call you. it deflecting, but that was my subject. That's what that I want to call it. Su- that was the subject I was talking about. That precise subject. You mm-hmm. see? Yep, it's the you same see thing. The difference? Physician, gotcha. heal thyself. <laughs> oh, come on. Thank you, Chris. Thank you. Thank you. Upper right hand corner, and then the text. Fact of the matter is, Cindy, whether it's a male or female reporter forcing Trump to fess up when he misquotes or downright lies, he does not only get extremely defensive and immediately attacks or accuses the reporter of asking nasty questions. As far as he appearing to make racist comments, just look back at the previous statements or comments. Re-race. It's all there for the record. Okay, texts. And uh, yes, Chris, collusion between the Democrats and Russia did happen. You are so correct. And yes, Tom does a lot of whining about he finally spoke his true feelings. The wah, 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 wah. Uh, Fun-filled day. Tomorrow. Let's do it tomorrow again. We're just going to stick to facts. Chris, take your head out of the sand. The Democrats are traitors. Come on now. (laughs) Enough of the name-calling. All right. Thank you, everybody. We'll have more fun tomorrow. Bob Buhner's checking in, the former DA. We'll talk about district attorneys that don't want to prosecute. This is WDK. Okay, Sunbury.